0: It's now time for Altamont Indians Basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM.
1: Hey, pleasant good evening to you, everyone, and welcome in to a jam-backed gym gymnasium in Altamont Community High School for tonight's uh, sectional semifinal in Class 1A here in the Altamont sectional. As it's the number one overall seed, Altamont, they come in at 28-4 and four on the season, and they're taking on the two seed, 19-10 KZ Westfield. Welcome into the broadcast position here in the Crows' Nest. Travis Sparks alongside Dominic Daters, And we're here calling all the action tonight here on The Voice of Altamont Indian Athletics. 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Also streaming online at fmradio.com and on the FEM Radio app as well. As How did both teams they get here to this sectional semifinal? Well, it all started a couple of Saturdays ago. 84-28 win over Mulberry Grove for Altamont. That was a 62-48 to victory over Carlisle. And then on Friday, to capture the regional championship, it was a 59-37 victory over Nokomis to take the Nicomis regional championship. And, you know, not a lot of people thought that that was the way the game was going to go, as Avery Arhouse was the star of the show that night. He had 25 on a Friday night on eight three-pointers, and Altamont had a great start, 13-4 right out of the gate, and kind of took the wind out of Nokomis' sails, and Never really got that jam-packed crowd there, and is going. And is also had a tough time, again, things going, particularly around the basket. And it was just a completely night and day difference from uh, the first matchup with Nakomis as Altamont pulled away with the big win, 59-37, to advance here to tonight's sectional semis.
2: Yeah, that was definitely, I, I didn't, I, I guess I expected a, uh, a closer game like the, the first game was between Altamont and Nakomis was Four point out of win in the regular season. It was that in Columbus, but uh, yeah, the ABR <clears throat> House couldn't couldn't miss. From he did miss four threes, but he had twenty four points from just nine yards, and he was also one for one from uh, the free throw line, giving his twenty five points. As the Alamont Indians head back to the locker room here, uh, with another six minutes left to go before the start of the game, and uh, it was just a great, uh, it was just a dominating performance. Uh, Avery did his work from behind the arc. Mason Robinson did his work from inside the arc. He had 20 points. And, yeah, uh, it was just uh, you know those two definitely definitely need to be on on here tonight. I know almont beat Casey at Casey uh, back in December. Like you said, it was 48-47. It was really a four point game. Cause it was four. I was uh, three or four seconds left. And Casey got the ball back and uh, the guy Casey made a three pointer at the buzzer, made it 48-47. So. However you want to look at it, but uh, that, that's the way it was. So uh, I expect another another great ball game here tonight. Obviously, Alamont has you know the advantage of being here at Alabama on their home floor. Uh, that definitely definitely going to definitely going to help out, play a factor I think. But uh, I think if Alabama plays the way they did uh, Friday night against the you know they're they're definitely going to come out here with the victory tonight. But Casey's also. Also, want to advance. Are definitely not going to lie down by any means. So they're they're going to they're going to play a they're going to play a great game. I'm sure, like they did the first time these two teams matched up. Uh, yeah, and
1: uh, the chatter in the uh, all around a town and all around of this uh, sectional uh, portion of this uh, bracket, as uh, whoever comes out of this sectional has a pretty good shot of making this to state. That's what a lot of the experts are saying. So uh, we'll see who advances to the championship. And, in. A lot of things are the same, but a lot of things are different for the Altamont Indians and the Casey Westfield Warriors. As the last time out on that December 20th game, if you remember that was like the second game that Derek Coleman or Eric Coleman wasn't playing, as uh, he was out with a uh, mono still at that point, and uh, so he wasn't playing in the game at all. Kind of Earhart came in and he was good filling in in that spot. But then and now it's different for Casey as one of their post players is not playing tonight. That is Jacob Clement. He is out with a shoulder injury. He injured that in the regional championship against Macon Meridian, and uh, so he is out for this game, and he will not be available. So, you know, you have one guy coming in with uh, Eric Coleman, and then you have another guy that's out for uh, Casey, one of their important pieces uh, down low, and uh, uh, Jacob Clement, he is a 6'4 kid, and so uh, that could be a moon a march for uh, Casey, but, you know, next man up, and you know they took care of business. I don't know at one point in the game that on Friday he got injured against making Meridian, but uh, they went on to win that 52 to 46 and ended the Cinderella story of making Meridian, and that's how uh, Casey got here. And a couple games before that, they took out Dioga 56 35, and then they also beat Central A and M 61 or 67 to 2 of 35 was the final score there on that night. Daisy Westfield, uh, they're searching for their first sectional championship since 2014-2015, and the only other sectional title that they have came back in the late 30s and early 40s. And Altamont never won a, a sectional game. As uh, kind of you can't really say the bridesmaids are always in second place, but uh, they're always kind of can't get here to sectionals, but they can never get into the championship game. And uh, so we'll see if that changes tonight. And a lot of these players on this team, as I said, that they wanted to take this as far as Altamont's ever been. And uh, by doing so, they could win and get into the Sweet 16 and play against the championship on a Friday night right here in the home building. And that's the other thing that's different is that, you know, the last matchup was in Casey and it was in December, but now it's right here in Altamont and it's going to be a, a raucous atmosphere here tonight and it's a postseason game as well that's what makes it all important and uh, that could be the difference tonight and uh, having the crowd behind the indians here tonight
2: yeah that'll, def- that'll definitely make a difference having the crowd having the home crowd home crowd behind you here um altamont definitely definitely showed up uh, standing room only standing room only over there kate like i said casey there's a few seats left maybe over on the casey side but there's there's, are they're almost approaching standing room only um yeah, just it, it's great for Alpha you know, great for for Altamont to have they're having this great season and have the sectional at home and have a chance to play at home tonight and then Boxing Friday night as well. It's just it's definitely it's definitely special and uh, they, they they definitely need to take advantage of it. I'm sure Coach Sieveri and his assistants have have them ready to play, and I'm sure they will take advantage of it. So. Looks like they're getting ready to uh, play the National Anthem here. So. Yeah, the winner will advance
1: to uh, the uh, championship game on a Friday night, and that will either be Tuscola or St. Anthony, and the Bulldogs and Warriors match up tomorrow night here at uh, 7 o'clock in uh, this gym. Uh, we got to decide who's going to get there on this side between Altamont and Casey. The uh, tip-off and the starting lineups are coming up here shortly as Altamont being introduced to the ground. And so we'll step away for the National Anthem. And the National Anthem is, of course, brought to you by Team Lee Insurance Agency. So we'll be back for the starting lineup and the tip-off of this one between Althamon and Casey in the sectional semifinals. And we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Althamon Indians basketball and postseason basketball here on Jack
3: FN.
4: Or
0: listening to Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack
3: FM.
1: Welcome back in here to Altamont Community High School sectional semifinals here in the class 1A Altamont sectional. Let's see the uh, starting lineup as they're being announced to the crowd and we'll start off with the Casey Westfield Warriors as they're the visitors on the scoreboard. This evening uh, they'll go with number four Ryan Richards. He's a 6'3 a sophomore. And also go with number 10 Jackson Parcel. He's a 6'1 senior. He was the man that had the half-court shot there at the very end in the last matchup to make it a final 48-47 and one of the talented scores on this Warriors ball club. Also, they'll start off number 20, uh, his brother Hayden Parcel. He's a 5'10 sophomore. Number 12, Nolan Clement. He's a 6'1 freshman. And number 32, Connor Sullivan. He's a 6'3 junior. So, again, it's Jackson Parcel, Nolan Clement, Hayden Parcel, Sullivan, and uh, Ryan Richards is starting at five for the Warriors. And let's give you the uh, starting lineup for the Altamire Indians as we have them here. At number two, Jared Hamer. He's a 5'11 senior. Number 21, Dylan Elam is a 6'3 junior. Number 22, Avery Yarhouse. He's a 6'1 senior. Number 23, Mason Robinson is a 6'3 senior. And number 50, Eric Coleman, a 6'5 senior. And again, the starting five is Hamer, Elam, Yarhouse, Robinson, and Coleman, a strata of five for Altamont. Of course, Altamont in their home, white uniforms with the black numbers and orange trim and Daisy in the purple uniforms with the yellow numbers and a white trim. And it might be a little bit of the Lakers colors a little bit there. And so, again, the winner will advance to the championship game on a Friday night, either Tuscola or St. Anthony, as Tuscola won their own regional championship. And St. Anthony took down carly Rock Lutheran giving them their third loss of uh, the season, or only their second loss of the season. Either way, St. Anthony won the South Central Regional Championship and that's where they'll play tomorrow evening, but we'll decide who will face them here this evening. Again, Altman trying to advance to the sectional championship for the first time, and Casey trying to get back there since uh, 2015 or so when they were in the regional championship. And I remember in 2020, uh, before COVID shut everything down, Altamont was there in the Casey Sectional and lost that talented Central A&M squad. And Casey lost to uh, St. Anthony, and uh, we should be in for a doozy as we were in do- for a doozy a couple of those games ago. So, all right, we're ready to go as Robinson will tip it off against Jackson Parcel here to begin the sectional semifinal. And Altamont wins the tip off, and they'll start off with the basketball, and uh, they'll be going. Uh, right to left on your radio dial here to start the game. And it's still an Elam, rising up at the top of the circle. And now he picks up his dribble, gives it to Coleman at the free-throw line. And he picks up his dribble, and he took too many steps before he picked it up. And so that'll be an out-of-bounds turnover to Casey.
2: Not the way he want to start the game for Althamon, but Coleman just uh, he stopped his dribble there and kind of fell backwards. Like you said, took too many steps. Yeah. So.
1: Uh, Hayden Parcel will bring it across the timeline and picked up by Hammer as we're just underway here in this sectional semi. And they'll get it over to a Jackson Parcel. It's like Dylan Elam is going to be the man to guard him. It was looking for net most of the time. who was guarding him last game. That is Nolan Clement with the basketball. He has it in between the circles. And they pass it over there to Hayden Parcels on the left side. And now it's back
5: to Clement. And it's going to be picked off by Robinson. He tracks it down. Layup is blocked. But a follow by Yarhouse up and in. Nice. And
3: the Alchemon Indians get the first two points. It's
2: two to nothing. That's a nice steal by, by Robinson. Good thing Yarhouse is uh, right behind him to follow it back up and push back up and in.
1: As Jackson Parcel will fire a three-pointer. Oh it's good. Three-pointer for Jackson Parcel. And it's three to two, Casey. Hamer gets up top to Robinson for three. Yes. Three-pointer
5: for Mason Robinson.
1: And it's 5-3 to three out the mile.
2: Robinson looks like he might be feeling it tonight.
1: And uh, it is Hayden Parcel with the basketball. Gives it off to Richards. Richards fires a three, no good. But the offensive rebound is Hayden Parcel. And he's tied up with Robinson. And it's going to be an alter of Arrow. And it'll be crazy basketball, I believe. It will be Warriors basketball. Of course, Casey coached by Mr. Tom Brennan, a legend at Marshall, the rival of Casey, but now been uh, the uh, leader of this squad for quite a while. It's Hayden Parcel will get it across the timeline. They get a screen there by Sullivan, and Hayden Parcel drives all the way to the rim, left it short, no good, and rebounded by Coleman, and he's going to get it fought for by Sullivan, and an out of bounds last touch by Casey. So it'll be Altamont with the basketball.
2: Nice effort there by... Uh... Eric, Eric Coleman to uh, keep it away from
1: Casey as they knock it out of foul. And so it's 6'10 to go here in the opening quarter. It's a 5-3 to Alphamont with a two-point edge. Elam getting across the timeline. He'll hand off to Robinson. Robinson trying to back down his man. That's Parcel. Puts it up and it's no good, but he's going to go to the free throw line as Mason Robinson will shoot two. Just took the ball right at Jackson Parcel and uh, went
6: back and down
1: and uh, Casey will pick up the foul
2: will. Jackson Carson
1: his first KG Westfield. So Robinson will be at the line for the first time this evening for either squad. And he left the free throw short off the front of the rim. They will get another one. As it's still five to three Altamont six oh two to go here in the opening quarter. And Robinson, free throw line. Second is good. One for two there for Mason. And it makes it six to three Altamont. Ada Parsle will get it across the timeline and picked up by Hammer. Now they'll hand things off there to Clement. Clement drives, throws it through the hoop. No good, and rebounded by Hammer. Hammer eyes up the floor. a Long pass for Robinson, and he can't track it down. And he goes flying into the tunnel, and so it'll be a turnover back to Casey. That
2: was my second turnover. Casey has one as well. And
1: Ada Parsle got it on the inbounds. He'll get it across the timeline. And he's picked up a by Hammer. Now they will get over to Nolan Clement on the right wing. Now over to Richards, almost stolen away by Hammer, and it's going to go out of bounds. But it stays right here with Casey. And Jared Hammer was knocking it away.
2: Like these nice defensive effort here by Alamont to try to. You know they're not. Robinson has that one steal, but they're they're definitely trying to get in there, get that ball away, get that ball away from Casey.
1: And it's going to be uh, uh, Clement with the basketball at the top of the key. Gives it over to Hayden Parcel. Now Parcel has on the right side. Now he dribbles and takes it all the way. And they're going to wave off the shot. So it's going to be a common foul on the floor. And it'll go against the Indians.
2: It'll go against Jared Hammer, his first,
1: these first. 5.21 to go here in the first quarter. Still 6-3 to three. Altamont. As Clement looking to get it in. He gets in. at Jackson Parcel puts it up off the glass, up and in. And Jackson Parcel's got all five for Casey. It's six to five. As Elam has it at the volleyball line and he'll fake a handoff. He'll drive and it takes another pass and he's gonna get a call for the travel. So Altamont will turn it back over to Casey.
2: Altamont's third turnover so far here in this uh, first quarter, so definitely not some co you want to see, but they're still holding the lead six
1: to five. And so Hayden Parcel will get it across the timeline. And he gets it over there to Sullivan. He'll fire a three-pointer It's good for Connor Sullivan. And it's eight to six. PZ retakes the lead. Robinson from the free throw line. And it's good. And we're tied. Robinson's got five or six. And it'll be eight to eight. Ada Parcel gets it over there to Richards. Now cross-court pass there to Clement. The man on the right side spins around or tries to. Hands off to Jackson Parcel and now to Sullivan. He'll give it right back to Jackson. He stops with a free-throw line out to Sullivan. Fires a three-pointer again, and it bounces off. No good. And rebounded by Robinson. Quickly up to Elam the other way, and Elam firing to Robinson. Fires it over to Coleman, in and out of his hands. Another turnover for House Jackson Parcel will look to bring it the other way. He uh, finds Clement, and he drives, and they dish it off in the corner. Swing past to Hayden Parcel for three. In and out no good and rebounded by Robinson. Quickly up to Yarhouse as Coleman takes the fall. Now straight out three for Robinson. No good. And rebounded by Hayden Parcel. Hayden will be the one and getting across the timeline. He takes it all the way. Layup is good for Hayden Parcel. And Casey retakes the lead. 10-8. Looks like it's gonna be a back and forth
2: game here, Travis.
1: That certainly oh, looked that way. way early on. As Elam almost had to take it taken away. He goes inside. He was cut off. And now they pass the hammer in the corner. Shot for three. And he's blocked by Richard. And rebounded there by Clement. Quickly up to Jess and Parcel. big three. No good. And long go rebound goes out to Coleman. And Robinson getting, trying to get free. He goes inside. Stops and pops. Contested jumper is off. No good. And rebounded by Richards. Coming up on three minutes to go in the opening quarter. It's 10-8, Casey. Hayden Parcel has it on the left wing. He'll get a couple of screens. And Hayden has it on the right side now. He's looking to do something with it. And he backs it back out and looks towards Coach Brandon. as Casey looking to run some offense. Now they go over to Clement on the right wing. And then now they go back up top to Richards in between the circles. Now they'll look it around to Hayden Parcels on the left wing. He's looking for someone to pass, to. He gets off to Clement. 2.30 to go here in the opening quarter. Casey being impatient with the basketball now. Hayden Parcels now finds Jackson Parcels in the corner. And now back out to Clement. They'll work it around the perimeter. And uh, Hayden Parcels has that at the top of the key. He gets a screen by Sullivan. Trying to cross over Hammer. He goes out to Richards for three. In and out. No good. And rebounded by Yarhouse. Nearly fell down there for Casey. Now Elam the other way on the right wing. Deep three for Avery. No good. And rebounded by Jackson Parcel. He also took a swipe by Coleman. Inadverted there. And Jackson still pulled down the rebound. Hayden Parcel. Mid-range jumper he is good. Right in Hammer's face for Hayden Parcel. And he's got four points. And Coach Niebuhr he wants a timeout. It's 12-day Casey. And so we'll be back in 30 seconds. A minute 48 to go here in the opening quarter. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to postseason basketball here on Jack
7: Evans. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
0: Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: Back here at Altamont Community High School. Daisy with the early advantage, 12-8. And Coach Neaver calls the timeout to settle the Indians down a little bit and also get some subs in as Wyatt Phillips will check in and Logan Cornett will come in as well. And Conant Earhart will check in. So it was Hamer, Coleman, and Elam going to the bench. And so we'll be back to a live action here as Cornette will be the one inbounding. Gives it to Robinson, and he'll be the one walking across that court. And Robinson gets it across. they will get over to Yarhouse on the right side. Now they'll swing things over to Phillips. Phillips with a basketball over to Robinson. Each drive puts it up, and no good, but he is going to be back to the free throw line here to shoot two as he almost got the and one to fall, but instead he'll go to the line for two. That
2: was number 12, Nolan commit his first, page second.
1: And so Robinson will be at the line for the second time tonight, and he makes the first. Mason's got seven, and it's 12-9. Altamont trailing here? Robinson's Second free throw will be on the way. It's up, and it's no good, and rebounded by Richards for the Warriors. And Hayden parcel will get across half court, picked up by Phillips now, getting a double screen, and it's going to be Hayden parcel going all the way to the rim, and there's going to be a violation of foul on Altamont before Casey can get the shot of. Foul number
2: two, Wyatt Phillips, his first, Altamont second.
1: Minute 21 to go here in the opening quarter. Altamont trailing by three. That will be Clement taking it out on the inbounds, on the baseline. That's Nolan Clement looking to get it in. Gets it in to Richards, and has a wayward pass. Nearly stolen away, but they regroup. Jackson Parcel has a top of the key, and another pass almost picked off, and Clement goes over to Sullivan. Sullivan with the ball on the right side and now he gives it, and he drives, counts the basket, and oh. the foul for Connor Sullivan. He drove right to the hole and got it to go, and he's going to go to the line for the end one.
2: Fouls on Connor Earhart, his first team third.
1: And so we got Grant Kokenauer coming in for the Warriors as Nolan Clement will take a seat, and Sullivan makes it 14-9. to and he missed the free throw and rebounded by Earhart. Coming up on a minute to go in the opening quarter. As Robinson nearly lost, it gives off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse drives baseline and it's an offensive foul on Avery. As he was driving the baseline, uh, Ryan Richards took the uh, offensive foul there and Avery kind of lowered his head a little bit. I an offensive foul on Avery. Yeah,
2: it sure did. Yarhouse, Avery Yarhouse's first foul, he's fourth. left
1: and the Warriors will have the basketball again and it's going to be inbounded by Hayden Parcels. and they split the double team up to Richards in the front court and now it gets off to Jackson Parsons, back to Richards, wide open for three in the corner yes! Three-pointer for Ryan Richards his first point, it's 17-9 KZ Elam with the basketball, he goes to the hole, no foul as he was hit by three guys Hayden Parcel running the other way. Layoff is good for Hayden Parcel. He's got six and it's 19 to nine. Altman now finds himself down 10. Robinson. Hand off to Phillips. Phillips now hands off to Elam at the top of the key. And it's going to be another turnover there. We're trying to get it to Earhart. And it's picked out by Sullivan over in the corner for Richards. Another three. It's good. Another three for Ryan Richards, his second in the quarter, and it's 22-9. Four seconds left. Elam gets it across the timeline, and he almost had it stolen away. And they're going to call a foul on Hayden as He was trying to rip it away as Elam was going up with it. And they're going to call the Warriors with a foul.
2: And it's not in the
1: act of shooting, so.
2: Hayden Parsons first, is third. That will be a shooting foul. Wow.
1: So they're sending Dylan Elam to the line for two. Or three. They say it was beyond the free throw, or three-point line. Wow. So Elam's going to go to the line for three here. First one is good. 22-10. Altamont trails. And Elam for his second free throw. On the way, and it's back iron too strong. they will get another one for a third shot. 0.6 left to go here in the opening quarter. And Elam will be at the line for his third free throw. Up, and that was also no good. Tipped up by Robinson. Up is no good, though. And that's going to do it for the first quarter. So after one quarter of play, it's Casey, 22, out to 10. We'll be back in one minute for the second quarter. You're listening to my Indian Basketball here on Jack FN.
6: Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you, too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians!
8: Our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like.
0: Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: Welcome back to the second quarter as Casey has uh, come out strong. as They lead 22-10, and there's going to be an offensive foul on Alcumont. As uh, they started off with the basketball, and they were just looking to work it around, and Holman's going to get hit with a foul. I didn't see a lot there.
2: Not it either. That's Holman's first, Alcumont's fifth.
1: So, uh, again, not the way you want to start the game and not the way you want to start the second quarter. Trailing 22-10. to 10. So it'll be Sullivan at the top of the key, and he'll drive. He puts it up with a runner, high off the glass, off, no good. And it was Coleman and Cornette fighting for the rebound, and there's going to be a Richards layup. Up in, as basket in the foul for Ryan Richards, and he'll go to the free throw line for the end one opportunity. As Cornette and Coleman were just fighting with each other to get the rebound, and then they quieted into each other, and then Coleman also picks up his second foul.
2: Yes, he does.
1: Coleman's 2nd team T-6. And so Ryan Richards will go to the free-throw line for the and-one, and it's no good. So it's still 24-10. to 10. All right, Altman. turned the ball over quite a bit up here as they had six turnovers in the opening quarter, and then they started off the second quarter with another one. Your house is off, no good. Tata Miller also came into the game for Coleman as he had to sit down with those two fouls. Aiden parcel with the basketball. He has that on the left side. And now he picks up his dribble. They were looking to get it at Jackson. Now he puts it up. And it's good over Kaden Miller. Jackson Parcel with another bucket. He's got seven. It's 26 to 10. Robinson quickly the other way. And there's going to be a foul on the floor on
2: Casey. Foul number four, Ryan Richards. His first team sport.
1: So, Hamer will take it out on the baseline. As they'll get into yard house. almost knocked away by Clement, but they, Avery finally collects it. Now, Avery with the basketball on the right side, and he gives it up top to Robinson. Robinson swings it over to Hamer, and Hamer with the basketball. He, now, he picks it up and gives it over to Caden Miller. The free-throw line turnaround jumper for him, back iron, too strong. And rebounded by uh, Nolan Clement. Clement will get across the timeline and we're just a minute into the second quarter. As it'll be a Clement driving strong to the hole and layup is up oh, and good. Took a couple bounces and fell through. It's 28-10. to 10.
2: Got that kind bounce and roll there. Robson
1: the other way quickly into the front court. Gives off to Avery here on the right side. And now he gives off to Hamer. Hamer layup off the glass and in for Jared Hamer. His first two and it's 28-12. to 12.
2: First two points of uh, the second quarter
1: for Aldermont. Right after Casey's starting off with a 6-0 run. Right. Hayda Parcel has it at the top of the key. Gets the screen by Sullivan. And Hayda Parcel. fall away, jumper, no good. And rebounded by Robinson. Quick outlet pass up to Cornette. Layup and no good. And Kata Miller fighting for the board. He's got it. And he spins around, puts it up,
5: no good and no foul. And rebounded by Jackson Parcel.
1: Just going right now for Altamont. It's going to be Hayden Parcel It's it on the right side. Gives off to Jack the parcel. It's denied. And Sullivan goes in and tracks it down. And uh, it's going to be Hayden Parcel having it in between the circles. Game screen up by Sullivan. And Sullivan straight out three pointer is in and out. No good. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson quickly up to Hammer. A little bit of high pass, but Jared gets it down. And now they'll swing things over to Robinson. Robinson getting off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse at the free throw line. Now it's to Cornette. Cornette dribbles inside. It was cut off by Hayden Parcel. He's going to call for the foul. As Hayden was reaching in there and Coach Brainerd just calling him to go straight up. Yep. And, and he, he wouldn't call called. it.
2: No. Uh, Hayden Parcel second. Casey's
1: fifth. And so Logan Cornette. Well, take a seat. Dylan Elam will come in and looks like uh, Cornette got hit in the face and he might have a bloody nose. And they uh, also had a sub coming in as Kokenauer came back in for Casey. 4.50 to go here in the second quarter. It's 28 to 12. Altamont finding themselves down on the scoreboard here. Some University here in the sectional semis. As it's going to be Kaden Miller spinning around trying to work against Sullivan. Pass out the yard. He's open for a three. Yes. Got it. 3.0 for Avery. His first three. Maybe that game My not going. It's 28-15. Maybe it will. Fans
2: are fired up.
1: Tribal Council, of course, loving it. And they go over to Clement. Gets it across the timeline. Gets a couple of screens. He goes to his right. And it's going to be nearly picked off. But they get it to Jackson Parcel. And now they go back to Clement. 4-15 to go here in the second. As it's Sullivan, cross-court pass. A little bit high for Kokenauer, but he grabs it. And it's back to Clement. Coming up on four minutes to go in a second. Screened by Sullivan, and Clement gives it up top to Sullivan. He fakes, he drives, and then I just stop in the corner. Kokenauer for three, it's good. Kokenauer, oh, yeah, Kokenauer. It is good, and his first three, 31-15, KZ.
2: Four different guys for KZ have made three-point shots so far.
1: And so Elam will hold on to the basketball. He'll hand off to Hamer. 3.35 to go here in the second. Hamer picks it up. It's cut off. Over to Yarhouse for another three. It's good. back-to-back three for Avery Yarhouse. And it's 31-18. That's what
2: Alamon needs for him to to get going and start hitting those three-point shots. That
1: will help. For
2: sure.
1: Making some defensive stops will as well. It's Nolan Clement getting off to Sullivan. Now swing things on the perimeter to Richards. Richards cross court pass to a coconut. I know that's Clement. Clement takes one way, goes the other. Jackson Parcel. floater off the glass and in. For Jackson Parcel. his ninth point is 13-18. And it's Hamer. with a screen of from Robinson. Robinson and trying to dump it down low to Kate and Miller. Had it knocked away by Sullivan. Sullivan takes the tumble out of bounds. And they're going to call a kicked ball, a violation on Casey. So it'll stay on this side of the court for Alphamon.
2: He was kicked by Jackson Parcel there. Miller was trying to get it to another Alphamon Indian player.
1: And Wyatt Phillips and Kenan Earhart will come in. And Kaden Miller and Jared Hammer will take a seat as they'll wipe up the perspiration on the floor from Sullivan. And I guess Kaden Miller, too, as he took a dive on the floor to get the ball back. And so Wyatt Phillips will inbound on the baseline and gets it into a yard house house over to robinson at the top of the key in the corner to phillips phillips now back out to a house a work things on the perimeter now robinson drives puts it up count the basket no Waves
3: it off as it's
1: gonna be an offensive foul offensive of foul on mason robinson driving to the hole a couple of players down there couldn't tell who was set to take that but it's going to be a, an offensive foul and a turnover.
2: I Knocked saw I saw Connor Sullivan on the ground. I'm going to say Jack the Parcel maybe tripped over him. Yeah, I
1: was going to say both of them took a tumble. And either way, it's Warriors basketball. As Clement will have it up top to Jack the Parcel for a three. Back iron two strong rebound tipped right into the hands of Kokenauer. and it's blocked by Robinson. And Phillips gets it. Now Altman trying to work it in the fast in the fast break. And they're going to wave off the shot as it's on the floor. And uh, so uh, Dylan Ewam will be the one who's got fouled. But they will not count that continuation. And it'll be just a foul on the floor on Casey. And that's an important one.
2: Yes, it is. It's a foul on Jackson Farsall, his second. Casey Westfield six.
1: Phillips a little inbound. He gets in. And they'll swing things over to our house. Deep three is off and rebounded by Sullivan. Coming up on it, two minutes to go here in the first half, it's Casey 33-18. Jackson Parcel, he has that at the free throw lineup. Top this Sullivan, it's way left, and it's going to be knocked out by Kokenauer, and it'll be Altamont basketball. Under two to go here in the first half. Altamont is still down 33-18. It was back and forth early, but... Casey used a huge run in the first quarter to take control. Altamont trying to take it back. Earhart, free throw line jumper off, no good. And rebounded by Richards for Casey. And it's going to be Clement across the timeline. A minute 35 to go, nearly stolen away by Elon, but Jackson Parcel with it. He picks up the basketball, looking for something, and gets it off to Richards. Richards has it on the right wing, and now over to Clement. Clement gets a screen up by Sullivan, and Clement goes into the corner to Richards. Now they work things up top, to with Sullivan. Sullivan thought about that backdoor cut to Jackson Parcel, but instead handoff to Clement. Now Richards open for three on the other side of the floor. It's no good, and rebounded by Silla. Elam with the basketball trying to run for Altamont. And Elam backs things back out, and dribbles here on the perimeter, and trying for that backdoor cut, but it was denied, and now Earhart. Spins around against Sullivan. He goes back and passes back to Robinson. Now we're under a minute to go. As it's Elam. having at the, the top of the key, he's dribbling around. There's going to be a foul there on a casey. And so we're walking to the free throw line to shoot one and
2: one. Foul's on number 24, Grant Cok- Cokin. his first
3: team
1: seven. And so Telling Elam will be at the line for the first
2: time tonight. Or-
1: no, he'll be out at the line for a second time. He did shoot those three free throws. Coconower out. Hayden Parcel in for the Warriors. 45.1 left to go here in the second. As Elam. Free throw up and it's back iron. No good. And rebounded by Jackson Parcel. It's over to Hayden. Hayden gets it across the timeline. Get a screen by Sullivan, and Hayden takes it and passes off. They'll Swing things back over to Sullivan. He'll drive over in the corner to Richards, and there's going to be an offensive foul as there was a pass, but on the pass, there is a foul. Offensive foul on Sullivan.
2: Connor Sullivan, his first, two
1: eight. 31.6 left. Altamont trailing 33-18 here to Casey. Get some momentum before the time runs out on the first half. Elam gets across the timeline. Gives over to Robinson. Robinson finds Earhart on the right side. Now he dribbles up top back to Jarhouse. Jarhouse with the basketball. He'll hold on to it over to Phillips. Now over to Elam. And I think those, uh, Altamont just wants one shot. Eight seconds left. Elam has it. Deep three for Dylan Elam. Yes, three-pointer for Dylan Elam. And it's 33-21, and the shot hits a, a light up there on top of the gym for Casey, but that will do it for one half of play. It is Casey 33, Altamont 21, and we'll be back to uh, break down the first half. We'll try to track down some other scores from other uh, sectional semifinal games this evening, and we'll give you the first half steps from here as well. And currently, right now, Casey... 33-21 uh, here at the half. So uh, we'll be back to break down the first half
9: in a few minutes. You're listening
1: now to my Indian basketball and postseason basketball here on
9: Jack FN. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 on North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
10: George, George, what's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's, Marjorie. It's gone. It's gone. I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Mm. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George.
11: This winter, make sure you're well stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero.
7: We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians.
12: Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont and Effingham see a Whirlpool top-load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator posts in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
7: We put people first at People's Bank and Trust.
6: Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Totopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C Vitamin Packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, Go Indians.
10: George, George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait. Marjorie. What's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Mm. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This
11: winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain
7: Dew Zero. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
0: Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball.
1: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Here at the half, it's Casey on top of Altamont, 33-21, here in the sectional semifinal as Casey there in the first quarter came out and was shooting lights out from beyond the arc, and it kind of was almost reminiscent of the Tuscola game a little bit from a few weeks ago, and how well they've been shooting, and it's been a really good night out for Casey, and uh, on the other side, for Altamont, it's just been uh, tough going, tough flooding, as uh, there's been a couple threes for Avery, but uh, that was really kind of a couple of bright spots uh, for Altamont, it's just been uh, tough to get anything going, and They've been coughing up the basketball quite a bit as well.
2: Yeah, I've got them them for six turnovers that first half. Yeah, they've been coughing up the basketball quite a bit. It's just uncharacteristic of uh, of a Southamont team to to do that. Um, But uh, it it is what it is. I mean, it's tough that it's the game that happens in the sectional semifinal, but we still have another 16 minutes of basketball here, so they're they're down – down 12 points 33 to 21 so you know i think if they can just get some get some more stops defensively and uh maybe make them settle, settle down a little bit i think I think they'll be all right and uh come out here with a victory but so let's look at some stats first of all for casey westfield jackson parcel is three for three from the field and one for three from three point range for nine points Connor Sullivan, 1-for-2 from the field and 1-for-4 from the three-point range. He's 0-for-1 from free-throw line with five points. Grant Kokenauer, he's 1-for-1 one one from three-point range with three points. As the have one, to, to make their way back out on the floor. Hayden Parsons, 3-for-5 from the field, 0-for-1 from three-point range with six points. Ryan Richards, 1-for-1 one one from the field, 2-for-6 from three-point range and 0-for-1 from the free throw line with uh, eight points. And Nolan Clement, one for two from the field with uh, two points. As a team, Casey's eight for 13 from the field for 61.5%. They're four for 14 from three-point range for 28.5%. And they're 0 for two from the free throw line. And for the Alamon Indians, Jared Hammer one for two from the field with, uh, he's got two points. Bill Anina 0 for one from the field and one for one from three-point range. He's also one for four from free throw line with uh, four points, Avery Yarhouse, one for one from the field, and two for five from three-point range with eight points. Uh, Mason Robinson two for seven from the field, one for two from three point range and two for four from uh, the free throw line for five points as uh, one as a team is four of fourteen from four of fourteen from the field, twenty-eight and a half percent. Four of eight from three-point range, fifty percent, and three for eight from the free throw line, thirty-seven and a half percent. So definitely you have to do a better job, better job shooting, uh, shooting and turnover wise in the second half, Travis. If they want to be, be playing on Friday night. So we'll see what happens here in the second half. Uh, it's uh,
1: kind of funny, as uh, both teams were running out on the
2: floor, they were all ready to go,
1: and they were ready to shoot. Well, there's no basketball, as uh, the rack hadn't been reeled out there uh, yet. So uh, it's back out there now, and both teams are uh, firing up shots and getting ready for the second half again. Uh, the winner goes to the championship on a Friday night, and that will either between uh, the uh, Tuscola Warriors or the uh, St. Anthony Bulldogs. As they'll play tomorrow night at uh, seven o'clock. Didn't see a lot of other scores uh, from around the area tonight. Did see in a two a as uh, Greenville at the uh, Newton Sectional is leading over Lawrenceville thirty-one to twenty-six. That's about the only other game that is uh, that I have a score for uh, in the uh, first half there. So uh, here at halftime, it is Casey in the lead, a thirty-three to twenty-one. As the winner advances on one, the team will see uh, their season come to a close as well. And I uh, also wanted to uh, mention about, uh, I'd say about 45 minutes to an hour uh, before we uh, got on the air as uh, Grace Nelson made uh, her collegiate decision uh, there. I saw that shared on social media, was talking to her dad uh, earlier downstairs and had to make some phone calls before it could become official. And I was like uh, Grace Nelson will be going to Illinois State to uh, continue her athletic and uh, academic career. Of course, uh, one more season, uh, her healthy uh, back for senior season. But uh, congratulations to uh, Grace Nelson as she's going to be going to Illinois State to play some basketball there. So I'm going to uh, pass that along here. But uh, here to start the second half, it's uh, Casey starting off with the basketball, and they hold the a 12-point advantage as was a 12-point lead after the first quarter and they played even basketball there in the second. Jackson Parcel thought about a deep three. He goes in, and there's going to be a, a foul immediately on Altamont as Jackson Parcel is driving to the rim, and Jackson's going to go to the free throw line to shoot
2: two here. Fouls number 21, Dylan Neal, and his first team, Altamont's team first of the half.
1: And so Jackson will make his free throw. He's already well on his way to outscoring his previous performance in the game on December 20th. And Hartwell two for two there. And it's 35 to 21. Perfect start for Casey. Scoring points. Without the basketball as the Robinson will swing things over to uh Yarhouse. Yarhouse has that at the elbow as my going left to right on your radio dial this half. As Hamer has a hill drive and he almost lost it. Finds Robinson underneath, puts it up and up and in for Mason Robinson. And that's his ninth point. It's 35 to 23. Hayden Parcel will get it across the timeline. Casey working right to left on your radio dial this half. And it's Clement with the basketball on the right wing. Now it's Jackson Parcel. Over to Hayden Parcel. Hayden swings it over to Nolan Clement. Nolan gets it over to Richards. Richards at the volleyball line, and he's dribbling here on the perimeter, and he backs it back out to Sullivan. Sullivan's thought about the deep three, but instead he hands off to Hayden. Hayden with a screen by Sullivan, and Hayden still with the basketball, trying to work against Hamer, and he'll back it back out. Goes over to Clement on the right wing. Now Clement getting the screen by Sullivan, and Clement still with the basketball. And Casey being very patient about Altman playing some tough defense. as Hayden parcel with it and here in the half-court line. 6.20 to go here in the third. Hayden lost the dribble, and Robinson had it, and he uh, was down on the ground, and he's out of bounds. So it'll be uh, Casey basketball. So Mason almost stole it, but he was over there touching the line.
2: That was definitely a nice effort by, by Mason Robinson to get over there and try to steal it. He tried to grab it with his feet. Out of bounds on the
1: left, And they'll get over to Hayden Parcel. He gets it in. And hands off to with Clement. now over to a Jackson Parcel. Jackson for three It's up and good for Jackson Parcel. He's got 14 and it's 38-23. Elam with the basketball trying to back down to Richards. Now they get it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse up to down low to Coleman up and it's no good, but Eric is going to go to the free throw line here to shoot two.
2: on number 20, Caden Parcel. That's
1: his third. Teams first of the half. That's a big person for Casey to get third foul on. And a Coleman's a free throw up and in and out. No good. That's one in front of the free throw line today. For out Yes, it been. Six minutes to go here in the third. And Coleman can't make the second one either. And it's going to be a save from going out by Richards. He hits into the hands of Clement. Over at Jackson Parcel. Parcel layup off the glass. No good. And rebounded by Coleman. Almost tipped away by Parcel. They're going to say off of Coleman. So it'll be a crazy basketball. Coleman almost had it. it. was knocked away by Parcel, but then it went
5: locked off Coleman. So
1: Clement will inbound on the baseline, and he gets it in to Hayden Parcel. 5.45 to go. And the third, Hayden, dribbles, gives it off to Sullivan. Sullivan with a, a fake, and now gives it off to Richards. Free throw line jumper, good for Ryan Richards. He's got 10, and it's 40-23. to 23 Trailer by 17 there as Robinson wasn't even looking at the pass. And that's going to be a turnover by Alchemoff. Falling apart here at the seam. Yes,
2: they are. Yes, they are down by 17. And, yeah, Robinson just wasn't wasn't paying attention to that at all. Miscommunication there. And uh, first turnover of the second half. with the seventh turnover overall in the game for Alchemoff. Coleman will take a seat and Cornette will come
1: in. And Jackson was wide open in the corner. They find him. It's
3: good.
1: And a three-pointer for Jackson Parsley. And it makes it the largest lead of the night for Casey. It's a 20-point lead, a 43-23. And we will take a timeout. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening now to my Indians basketball and postseason basketball here on Jack FM.
4: You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
0: This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM.
1: Largest lead of the night for Casey after that Jackson Parcel three-pointer. And he only had 12 points in the first contest. That was a half-court heave at the very end. But now he has 17 here in this game. And Casey just continuing to shoot the ball well. And Altamont. He's turning the ball over here to start the third, and now they find themselves down the largest they've been in the game by 20.
2: Yeah, definitely 5-13 left to go here. Largest episode, largest I'm sure, of the season, and uh, we'll definitely have to go through some adversity to come back and win this one here, but definitely, definitely enough time to do it. And Hammer will get it across the timeline,
1: and he'll get a screen by Robinson and Hammer. Passed off in the corner to Cornette, Cornette will fire a three, it's good. It. Three pointer three-pointer by Logan Cornette, and that's his first three, 23-26. Maybe
2: making up for that mistake a little bit, letting Parcel be wide open.
1: And they go over to Hayden Parcel now to Jackson. Jackson spinning around on Cornette, and they get out to Hayden Parcel. Hayden back to back out near the Indian logo at half court. Now they go to jack the posley's open again for three. It's no good. And Robinson fights for the rebound. Robinson out left pass to Yarhouse. Yarhouse almost fumbled in now to Robinson for three. It's good.
5: Here comes Altamont, as Coach Brandon wants a timeout. Back-to-back threes
1: for Altamont by Cornett and Robinson. And now it's 43 to 29. And we'll take a timeout as well. You're listening to postseason basketball here on Jack
8: FN. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what looks like
0: we're back to more altamont indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 jack fm
1: welcome back here at altamont community high school plus 1a altamont sectional semifinal. back to back three is for altamont got the crowd back into it and coach brandon immediately wants to stop the momentum and you know him being a smart coach all those years he uh, takes the to there to stop the uh, firepower for Altamont. Let's hope it
2: didn't drain Altamont's drain firepower, too.
1: So it'll be uh, uh, Eli Miller checking in for the first time
2: uh, tonight. And Altamont's kind of a little smaller.
1: And Hayden parcel with the basketball. Eli Miller's got the crowd excited all over the defense. And Cornett all over Parcel. But Parcel drives baseline, puts up
5: the shot. No good, and rebounded by Robinson.
1: Robinson looking to run. Over to Elam. Elam layup. Up and under. Good for
5: Dylan Elam.
1: And Altamont trails 43-31. Hayden Parcel. Getting across the timeline. Yes, screened by Sullivan. As Eli Miller all over Hayden Parcel. Now Jackson. He's double teamed. Knocked away by Cornett, And tracked down by Clement. Tipped out by Altamont. And it's going to go out of bounds. But how Casey repays possession of the basketball.
2: Album fans getting fired up. Album's playing great defense. It's all over Oliver Casey. Still down by 12, but they're playing much better basketball.
1: Yeah, Miller just come in and been an energized opponent oh, yeah, for crowd. For sure. Clement drives. That was cut off by Yarhouse. And they can't get it back to Hayden Parcel. And uh, that'll go over there to Clement. He picks up the basketball over to Sullivan. Sullivan on the right wing hands off to Hayden Parcel. And Hayden knocks it back out near the timeline. And it it's a screen by Sullivan.
5: And Hartle drives right side. Dishes off to Sullivan. And it's going to go off his foot.
2: Out
5: of bounds. And it'll be a turnover to Altamont.
2: First, Casey Westfield turnover in the second half. Only third of the game. But the
1: an one. Coach Brandon tells him to calm down and just breathe. And a Cornette will get a breather himself as he's been all over Jackson Parcel and Hamer will come in for him. And Eli Miller also all over Hayden Parcel as well. Altamont trailing 43-31 here, three minutes to go in the third. And Hamer tries the basketball, and he had it knocked away from behind by Hayden, and it's going to go out of bounds, but stays right here with Altamont. So Hamer will inbound on the baseline and just to the right of the basket and gets it in to Elam. Elam holds onto the ball, looking for someone to pass to, finally dribbles, and he uh, dribbling around, trying to cross over Sullivan, and he takes it, puts it up, and it's good. Another basket by Dylan Elam, just
5: muscled his way in there.
1: It's 43-33, the deficit now down to 10. It was 20. And uh, Jackson Parcel with the basketball. He almost lost it. Gives it off to Clement. Now Clement with that at the volleyball line, and Coach Brandon called a timeout, and it's so loud in here couldn't hear their timeout, and uh, so it is Altamont trailing by 10 here, and Coach Brandon wants to talk about it, and so we'll take a 30-second timeout as well, and a 2.30 to go in the third, Altamont trailing by 10, and we'll be back here, you're, you're listening
10: to Postseason Basketball on Jack FM. George, George, what's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie, it's, Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie? What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh,
11: George! This winter, make sure you're well stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero!
0: You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM.
1: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Altamont trailing by 10 as it was just 20 not too long ago as they trailed 43-33. And Coach Brandon had to call another CO there to try to make some in-game adjustments as Altamont's defense has really ramped up in the past two or three minutes or so. Ever
3: ever since Eli
2: Miller came in, he was, like like you said, energized. energizer.
5: Clement looking to get it in and he can't
2: get
5: it in. It's a five second call. And so it'll be a turnover backed out tomorrow.
2: Casey West still second turnover.
1: Second half. Now you can tell they're kind of losing some composure now. And uh, yes, so Kokenauer are. will come in and Clement will take a seat. That's not what you want for Casey right off a of timeout as well. No, it's not. And so Robinson will get it across the timeline. my trails by 10 here. And Robinson dribbling it around against Richards, and he was cut off by Parcel. Now over to Elam. Elam with it on the left wing, and he'll drive inside, puts it up, up, and it's no good. Fight for the
5: basketball, goes to Elam. He had it blocked, but in the hands of Robinson, layup, up and in for Mason Robinson. And he's got 14, and now the deficit is 8. Alchemov's come all the way back.
2: Fancy, fancy feeling it here tonight. Aiden
1: Purcell gets it across the timeline, being harassed all the way by Eli Miller.
5: And he goes down. And Eli gets the steal. Eli lay up, up, and it's no, no it's good. Tipped out by Hammer with the ball.
1: And it'll be reset for Elam for three.
5: Oh, and out, no good.
1: And rebounded by Kokenauer. And at that, what a hit. going to blow this
2: play,
3: Travis.
5: I feel like it's going to blow up anyway. Right. And it was missed shot. As Hayden Parker is going to be an offensive foul on Casey away from the basketball. So it's going to be a turnover to Alchemon.
3: Alchemon,
2: Howard Sullivan, his second, Casey's second of
1: the half. Eli Miller checks out and he gets a nice high-fives and claps from the bench and Logan Cornett will come back in. And Hammer will get the basketball. Alchemon trailing by hate here. It was 20 not too long ago. Minute fifteen to go. Now over to our house over to Hamer. Swing things over to Elam. Elam with a little ball fake. He picks up his dribble. Looks for someone to pass to. Gives off to Hamer. Hamer back to Elam.
5: Coming up on a minute to go. ahead. it stolen away by Jackson Parcel. Jackson the other way. Layup is good. Double oh, basket and the foul. And one for Jackson Parcel with the steal and the finish on the layup. And he'll go to the
1: line for the old-fashioned three-point play.
2: Parcel number two, Jared Henry, his second, that
3: was on the half.
1: What a big shot
2: there for
1: Parcel the steal and the layup and an in one opportunity. Now the lead is back to ten. A minute to go in the third quarter. Jackson with his 19th point, going for 20 right here, and he's got it. 46 to 35. Lead is back to 11 for Casey. Elam over to Hammer. Hammer drives and he kicks out the out Wide open for three.
5: Oh. No Good. Back iron. Robinson gets the offensive rebound. And they're in a tough travel. Robinson traveled with the basketball as
1: he's trying to get free and a try to find someone to pass to. And another turnover for Altamont. Back to Casey with 46.7 left. That's
2: third turnover of the half. Third, ninth Nice the
1: game. And a poking hour will come back in for the Warriors. And there's going to be a fan having to be escorted out of the
3: building
1: here. And it'll be 47.6 seconds left. He's trying to fire up the crown as well. And they will get him off the floor. And uh, turn on the radio. Turn it on on Jack FM. We got it for you the rest of the way, buddy.
3: Right,
1: there you go. <laughs> It'll be Warriors getting it in, and they get it in of Parcels with 43 seconds left in the quarter. And it's going to be uh, Parcel getting in the front court, crosses over Cornette, Parcel puts it up, it's no good. Cornette with a rebound, up to Hammer, he almost gets hit. Like a moment, Hammer over to Robinson. Robinson drives, Layup is good, up
5: and in for Mason
1: Robinson. He's got 16, and it's 46-37. Deficit back to nine. Twenty seconds left in the third. Aiden Parzlo gets it across the timeline. And he has it at the volleyball line. Gets it over to Jackson Parslow. And it's going to be an offensive
5: foul. Offensive foul on of Sullivan again away from the basketball. A moving screen.
3: Actually, I think it's going to go yeah, against uh, Richard.
2: Brian Richard. Yeah, he's the second. He's the third. So...
1: Uh, Wyatt Phillips will come in and 12.3 left. Altamont trails here by nine. Robinson will get across the timeline. Picked up by Richards and Robinson goes all the way to the rim, puts it up, and it's good, count the basket
5: and the foul And the deficit seven, heave is no good. And that'll do it for the third quarter, but Altamont has come back. And they only trail
1: 46-39 entering the fourth quarter as we're in for a good finish. The lead was almost 20 a minute ago, and we're only down to seven. So we'll be back here in one minute. You're listening to postseason basketball on Jack FM.
7: We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank & Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, People's Bank & Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You
4: can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company... You'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
0: This is Altamont High School Basketball on 1055 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: Welcome back here at Althamon Community High School. Althamon will start off with the basketball. They trailed by 20 points at one point in the third, and it's down to seven. And they'll have the basketball as the crowd got allowed there momentarily to start off the fourth quarter as everyone got to their feet. It's not allowed quite a few often here in the second half. Elam! And he can't get the layup to fall, but Dylan Elam is getting out of the line as he was hacked on the way for the layup, so... Dylan will go back to the free-throw line.
2: foul number four, Ryan Richards,
1: his third, KJ's fourth of the half. So Elam will return to the free-throw line as Altman can get it as close as they've been in quite a while. And the free-throw up and good for Dylan Elam. And uh, he'll get another one. They trail 46-40. Does Altman? Dylan has got nine in the game. And Dylan at the free-throw line for a second. And it's in. Good. Two for two. Altamont. Close. They've been in a long time. They're down by five. 46-41. Jackson Parcel with it. And then they get it over to Hayden Parcel. Eli Miller back into the game off the quarter break. Now he's on Hayden. Hayden picks up his dribble and it gives it over to Clement. Clement has at the volleyball line. And he tries to do something with it. Gives it over to Sullivan. Sullivan and now hands off to Parcel. That's Hayden. Hayden drives puts up the shot blocked
5: by Robinson and right in the hands of Sullivan. He goes back up with it. No good. And rebounded by Yarhouse.
1: Yarhouse gets it over to Robinson. He gets it across half court over to Elam. So Yarhouse with the fake and he goes back to Elam for three. And it's no good. And rebounded by Hayden Parcel. He's looking to run the other way.
5: He goes up and loses it on the way. It's stolen by Robinson and he's going to be out of bounds out of bounds as Robertson, they're going to say, had his foot on the line, his heel
1: on the line, and it'll be a turnover back to Casey, or the ball will stay with Casey as they really never uh, change possession. So Warriors will retain the basketball. It, gets it in, and uh, Aiden Parks tiptoes the sideline, or the absolute line, really. Under 6.55 to go here in the game. Hayden Parcel gets it over to Clement. Altamont trails by five. And they'll go over to Richards. Richards at the top of the key. And Richards
5: drives, puts it up, and left it short, rebounded by Robinson. Robinson quickly up to Yarhouse. out the other way. Layup up kind of take it away by Hayden Parcel. And it'll be out of bounds. Saved
2: right here with Altamont.
1: Great job by Hayden Parcel to just take it away from Yarhouse. It could have been just an easy layup
2: there. That was a nice effort defensively by Hayden
3: Parcel. you're
1: right. So, Hamer will take it out on the baseline. Hamer looking to get it in and gets it in to Elam. Elam a little high pass for him, but he snatches it down. As Elam has it here on the left side, and Elam dribbles it inside a little bit, was cut off. Hamer's wide open underneath, puts it out, puts it in for Jared Hamer, hits second
5: basket, and helps trails by three. Hayden Parcel gets it across the timeline. Coming up on 6, 10 to go. As the bench yells for the crowd as they get loud. Almost thrown away, and Eli almost got it, but it's Clement gets the basketball. He'll drive and gets it
1: off to Richards. Richards gets it off to Clement at the volleyball line. Under 6 to go. They'll hand things off to Jackson Parsons. Jackson with it. Has it near the half court line, and he goes inside, puts it up, and it's good. layup is good.
5: For Jackson Parcel, Robinson was there to try the charge, but to no avail. Robinson quickly the other way. Up back down the basket. And the foul for Mason Robinson. The and one. Doesn't get the charge on one end
1: and then goes down the other way and gets the and one. And Alcamont trailed by three. That
2: foul's on number four, Ryan
1: Richards. Oh, yeah. Fourth one on him. Fifth on Casey. Here, yeah.
5: Miller will take a seat.
1: And Cornette will come in as he gets a nice round of applause. And so Robinson will be at the free throw line. Robinson, and one is good. on? down by 20 at one point. They're back within two. 5.40 to go in the game. It's Hayden Parcel getting across the timeline. And Hayden back to back out. Dribbles on the left side. He goes inside. Had it ripped away
5: by Cornette. Ball on the floor. And there's going to be a tie-up, jump ball and alternate possession arrow. We'll keep it here with Casey.
2: That was a nice, nice effort there by Cornette to uh, tie that ball up.
1: And so it'll be KZ retaining possession of the ball. And we'll have a towel to wipe up the perspiration. 5.29 to go here in the game. Altamon trailing by 20 points at one point. They're only down by two now. Daisy has the basketball. As Clement will inbound it on the baseline. He's looking to get it in. Gets it in to two. Sullivan, he's double teamed. He puts it up
5: and it's no good. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson, outward pass to Cornette. It was knocked away by Jackson Parcel. It's stolen away by Jackson. As they were trying to hit one deep home run pass,
1: but it was denied by Jackson Parcells. As it'll be Clement getting across half-court. Five, almost five minutes to go in the game. Clement picked up his dribble. He's looking for someone to pass to. High pass for Richard. Out to Hayden Parcel. And he drives, puts up the shot. No good.
5: He's going to call for
1: the foul. mind gets called for the foul, I should say. So Hayden Parcel will go to the free throw line to shoot two.
2: Pousley number 23, Mason Robinson. His second, team's third in the half.
1: And so Hayden uh, Parcel will go to the free throw line with Casey up by two. Under five to go.
5: And Hayden
1: uh, at the line. First one on the way is no good.
5: What's it short?
1: And uh, so he'll get another one. But still, a one-possession game. As it'll be Hayden uh, Parcel at the line for his second attempt. And uh, they uh, will... Uh, both benches to uh, take a seat. I don't know why that matters, and I don't think that's how well Coach Niebuhr stay in there, but Hayden Parson with the basketball, and he goes go for his second free throw attempt, up, and it's good. So goes one for two of the line there for Hayden Parsley. He's got seven, and Altman trails by three, 49-46, under five to go. And, ha- and Hammer with the basketball. gives over there to your house. Now back to Yarhouse on the left side. Yarhouse over to Hamer. Hamer back to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with a tie. Yeah! Three-pointer
5: for Hamer, Yarhouse. And we're tied. The third three-pointer of the night, good. And we're tied up
1: 49. And it's gonna be Sullivan with a handing off to Jackson Parcel. Jackson in between the circles gets a screen up from Sullivan. And Parcel trying to throw the three of
5: his own. In and out, no good. And rebounded by Yarhouse. And they're going to a travel. Wait, call there by the official running in. Maybe it is because the crowd was a little loud. You couldn't really hear anything. I don't even know if you can hear us. I don't, I
3: don't either. I don't either.
1: <laughs> it was a travel on your house. And uh, the official coming in and waved it The travel. And it's going to be uh, Warriors with the basketball. They fire a three. was
5: way off. And Robinson gets down the rebound. Out pass to Cornette. Cornette loses it out of bounds and it'll be back to Casey. Oh my. Is this a section? It's only in the semifinals.
2: I know, right? It's not even the championship.
1: Oh man. As Cornette will take a seat and Dylan Elam will come back in for the Indians. As it's still tied at 49. Coming up on a four minutes to go in the game. Eli's back in there as well. Hayden Parcels will bring it across the timeline. Getting over to Clement. Now Richards in between the circles. Gives it back over to Hayden Parcels. We're under four to go. Jackson
5: Parcels, spin around three-pointer, and it's in. No good. In and out, no good, I should say. rebounded by Robinson. Robinson looking to run. Robinson goes around the defense, puts it up. Up and in. Ossiman has the lead. Do you believe it? I don't believe it. 51 to 49. Down by 20. It, don't believe it. Down by 20. And it's going to be almost stolen away. Ball's on the floor. And no trouble. Call this now. Gets it over to Hayden Parcell. Parcell.
1: Gets it to uh, Jackson Parcell. Jackson spinning around on. Elon puts it up in the lane. It's
5: going to be off the rim. No good. Stoliver with the fall off and back in. And we're tied again.
1: Tied up 51. And uh, it's going to be Hamer with the basketball. Three minutes to go. Elam has it. He drives. And he picked up his dribble. Gives off to Robinson. Free throw line jumper. And it's off. No good. And the rebound goes to Hayden Parcel for Casey. Quickly up to Richards. Richards has on the right wing. 2.45 to
5: go in the game.
1: And it's going to be Jackson. All right. Clement open for three. No good. And
5: rebounded by Hamer. Hamer up to Elam. Elam with the ball, spinning around him, Ray puts it up, and it's good! Way up to a and Elam. He's got 12, and it's Altamont,
2: 53-51. Fans are on their feet, they can feel it now.
1: As it's going to be Clement with it, he picks up his dribble, gives it out to Richard, 2.20 to go. Altamont, Jackson Parcel. down low to Sullivan. Sullivan gets two guys go, by and a foul on Connor Sullivan, or foul on Altamont.
2: I believe
1: it'll be on Yarhouse. Yeah, two guys. Yeah, two guys get up in the air and it goes on Yarhouse.
2: That's Yarhouse is second. Alamont's fourth
1: of the half. And so Sullivan will be at the free throw line to try to tie this one up with two sixteen to go in the game. As we have some more sweat and perspiration on the floor. Howl's everywhere right now. I got some on the sidelines, got some out there on the floor, and uh, so this might uh, freeze Sullivan a little bit might. at the line. You got to think about it a little bit, and uh, so it'll be uh, Sullivan at the line of shooting two to try it out, tie it up, and uh, still more sweat to be wiped up, and uh, so... Connor Sullivan will be at the line at 2.16 to go as Daisy has five team fouls, Altman has four, so fairly a clean game in the second half in the way of fouls. Sullivan will be at the line. And uh, Coach Niemergy telling the future tribal
5: council to get loud because it
3: is on this side
5: of the gym. So Connor Sullivan at the line to try to tie it up. Sullivan's free throw is good.
1: Calm under pressure. He'll get another one, and Casey trails by one, 53-52, 2.16 to go. And so it'll be a Sullivan at the line. Made the first one, trying for the tie on the second. And it'll be Connor Sullivan trying to make the biggest free throw so far. Sullivan, free throw, up, and it's good, two for two. You've got nine points and it's 53 all. And uh, Coach calls a, a timeout. And uh, we'll take a timeout as well. It's only a 30 second. And uh, so I think it was Casey the one who called that. And uh, so uh, we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to postseason basketball here on Jacket
3: Bend.
4: You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pecan Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pecan Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at pecaninsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
0: This is Altamont High School Basketball on 1055 and 100.5 Jack FM
1: going to be Altamont with the basketball. Uh, 53 all. 2.15 to go after the two main free throws by Connor Sullivan. Here in the uh, sectional semifinal Robinson drives with a hole. Dishes off. To Eli Miller up it, in! it. Eli Miller his first basket and it's 55-53. Couldn't have
3: been any bigger right
1: there. Oh my goodness. He's played great defense and he made the biggest shot to take the lead there. Minute of 50 to go as Clement has it at the volleyball line. Over to Jackson
5: Parcel. Straight on three-pointer. Good! Three-pointer for Jackson Parcel. And it gives Casey the lead.
1: 56-55. Jackson Parcel's got 25 here. A minute of 30 to go. Casey leads by one. He's over to Eli Miller on the right wing. Eli over to Hammer. Hammer back to Eli Miller. He's going to fire a three-pointer. That guy's oh, too okay. strong.
5: Robinson up there, That's good.
3: With this is followed
5: by Mason Robinson. He's got 22, and Altman has the lead, 57-56. This
2: is going down to the wire.
5: Yes, it is, and it's going to be a foul. A offensive foul on Casey, away from the basketball, and it's going to be a turnover to Altman.
2: Foul on number 10, Jackson Marshall. His third. I didn't see it really.
1: And see what he was doing away from the ball. Either way, Altamont will get the ball back. And they have the one-point lead, a minute seven to go. Again, Altamont trailed by like 20 points in the third, and now they have the one-point lead with a minute five to go. Everything we wanted it to be and more for,
2: for a sure. sectional
1: semifinal. Sure. And Robinson gets it across the timeline under a minute to go. And the next foul will send Altamont in the bonus. Hammer with it. Gives it over to Elam. Elam has it out towards center circle. And he takes one way, goes the other. And he crosses over Sullivan. Elam gets it over to house, And back to Robinson to eat a little time. Robinson drives to the left. And they're going to call a foul on Casey. So Mason Robinson will go to the free throw line. Just like he did on December 20th. It's a big free throws late. He'll have another opportunity to do it. On
13: Ryan yeah, it's gone.
1: That is the foul, fifth foul on him. So Mason Robinson will go to the free-throw line for 1-1 one one with a 17 foul. And it'll be a one-point lead for Altamont with 38.7 left. Yarhouse will take a seat, and Cornette will come in for defensive purposes. And Coach Brandon wants a timeout, and we'll take a timeout as well. And so Mason Robinson will be at the line and shooting... One and one, thirty-eight point seven. The seconds left, with Altman in the lead by one, and we'll be back in thirty. You're listening to Indians basketball on Jackupin.
6: Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians.
0: You're listening to Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. 38.7 seconds left. Coach so Brandon on time timeout to work on some plays, but also to freeze Robinson a little bit as he's at the line of four, one and one, with Altamont winning by one point. Mason with 25 points.
5: He's at the free throw line. First free throw is up and good. And so he gives Altamont a two-point lead. He has 26.
1: And so with 38.7 seconds left, Robinson will be at the line for a second attempt. And Mason up and it's good. Conley knocks it down. Two for two. And Altamont has a three-point lead. 38.7 left. Hayden Parcel with the basketball. Started by Eli Miller all the way up the floor. Gets it across the timeline. And Hayden Parcel trying to get it to Jackson Parcel.
5: They find him. Jackson drives. Free throw line jumper. In. And it's a one-point game.
1: Jackson Parcel 27 points. And Altsamon leads 59 to 2 of 58. And Coach Brandon wants another timeout. And I think he only has one more left after this. And... We'll take a timeout as well. So 25.1 left. Altamont winning by one, 59 to 58. So we'll be back in 30. You're listening to Indian basketball and Jack is in.
7: It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
0: You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: Welcome back to Altamont Community High School. Hamer will be the one taking it out. with Altamont winning by one point, and uh, they're in the one-on-one bonus. They get in to Robinson. Robinson working against Parcells, and Parcells will foul him. So Robinson will go back to the line for one-on-one.
2: That's the fourth foul on Parcells.
1: And uh, so, Altman, 59-58, 21.2 seconds left. We'll Leading by one, Cornette will come in uh, on uh, potentially the uh, free throw. As they say, they had to still have some blood or something. And Robertson at the line, one and one. No good. And rebounded by Jackson Parcel, 20 seconds left. And it's going to be... Come in, getting across the timeline. 14 seconds left. One-point lead for Altsamon. Jackson barson with the ball. He's double-teamed. He dribbles around. Carson
5: underneath. Oh, God. God. He gets fouled. He is fouled. They're trying to hit Sullivan, and it was intercepted by house And Avery's going to go to the line to shoot two free throws with six
2: seconds left. Well, foul number 12, Nolan Commit. His second. He's nice.
1: That was the right play there to find Sullivan, who was open, and Coach Brandon will take his last timeout. So with six seconds left, it's a thirty. So we'll just keep it right here because Altamont still in the one on one bonus. So still Avery shooting two free or a free throw with only nineteen with nineteen fouls. So Avery will be at the line with six seconds left.
2: No, that was, definitely was the right place to try to
1: get it down low to Sullivan. Because you know, everyone was selling out on parcel, and why not? Right.
2: No, yeah, why not? He's been hot, he's been hot all night, and you know, he's their main player. And, uh, yeah, why not
1: You know, focus on him and try to get it down low? But the house was, you know, was the right place at the right time. Avery our house will go to the lineup. And Avery will be at the lineup for one and one. With Altamont winning by one, six seconds left. Avery, free throw is good. Two-point game. Avery's got 12, and it's 60 to 58. Six seconds left. Daisy will have to go the full length of the floor. And Yarhouse for his second free throw. Up, and it's no good. And rebounded by Clement over to Jackson Parcel for a second slip. And they're going to call a foul. Still had a couple of fouls to get for Altamont as they only have four. And now they have five. So it's 3.8 left. Altamont. Winning by two. Was
2: a number 21, Dillon, second,
1: as is Clement taking it out, getting into Jackson Parcel. And they're going to be another foul. And
5: they're going to say a shooting foul. A shooter foul on Jackson Parcel so he's going to go to the line to shoot three. Oh, my goodness. Wow. You're going to say he was in the act of shooting. Wow. They were trying to tie him up to just foul him because they had another foul to give.
3: Right. But
1: then they're going to call him three-point shooting foul. Oh, wow. So Jackson Parcells trailing by 2 We'll go to the line here for three.
5: First free throw. No good. Still at the line for two shots and Casey just sailed by two. 2.5 left as the crowd gets loud. Free throw is good. So it's 60 to 59. 2.5 left.
3: And
1: so Jackson Parcel will go to the line for his third shot.
5: And for the tie, it's up.
3: No good!
5: and Elam get the rebound and they'll get a foul with one second left. Jackson Parcel missed two of the three foul shots. Wow! That is the man you want at the line
1: for Casey and he missed two of the three. Right. And it's also the double bonus so Dylan Elam's going to go to the line to shoot two automatic free throws. A foul on number
2: 24 Grant Tokenauer his second team mm-hmm. yeah. tense.
1: One second left. One point lead for Altamont. Elam free throw
5: up is good.
1: Two point game. Dylan's got thirteen in the contest. With Altamont up 61-59. For the three point lead with
5: a second left. Elam free throw off, no good. Jackson Parsley. He hits the. Oh my goodness! It hits the rim. Good, and Altamont wins this game! Wow! Oh my goodness! On to the 316 16 are Altamont. What a game! Down by 20 points at one point in the second half. And they win 61-59 as Jackson Parsons fired it from the full, almost the full length into the floor. And he almost made it. He hit the backboard. My goodness, what a win,
1: and what a win, what a comeback win for Altamont. They're on to the sectional championship. Wow. This is a worthy of a championship game, I tell you. Oh, still got one more the game to play on Friday night. And so Altamont comes back in the second half, trailing by 20, and they come back to take the win, and they win 61-59. to Jackson parcels at the line. Three foul shots. And he missed two of the three to potentially win the game. And then Elam made one of the two free throws. And then 61-59 is your final. Altamont with the win. And so we'll be back in a few minutes to break it all down. I better write down the score before they turn the scoreboard off. And we'll try to collect ourselves and get the uh, post-game stats, and we'll get a chat with Coach Dibergy as well. So, again, your your final score, Altamont comes back to win, 61-59, and we'll be playing on Friday night in the championship for the Altamont sectional, and so we'll be back to break it all down. You're listening to Altamont need Basketball and Postseason Basketball on Jack FM.
12: Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont and Effingham to see a Whirlpool top-load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator posts in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
7: We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank & Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank & Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians.
8: At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative Nick Patton today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own
10: no matter what it looks like George George what's wrong George the Mountain Dew Marjorie it's and Marjorie it's gone it's gone I tell you oh George wait Marjorie what's that there why that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero George mm. oh Marjorie Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh,
11: George. This winter, make sure you're well stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero.
7: It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
8: At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative Nick Patton today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like
9: Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 at North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive
0: This is the Altamont High School basketball post game show on Jack FM.
1: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Your final Altamont comes back to win sixty-one to two of fifty-nine, and uh, coaches up here joining us here, John Niebergi and Coach. Congratulations on the win and down by twenty points,
13: forty-three twenty-three, and uh, yeah, forty-three twenty-three, and then. So I had to play a little bit of defense get yeah, after him a little bit and, you know it's, it, I, I, the boys did not want to end their season tonight yeah coach Brandon did a hell of a job ready to go excuse my language he just did a heck of a job they were ready to go they were knocking down shots they had a great game plan but man boys didn't want to boys didn't want to finish this season
1: yeah yeah. And we'll talk about the defensive effort
13: in a little bit
1: but you know you got to see that rocky start there. Uh, you fell down, and they were making their threes, and yeah, uh, fell down early, 22-10 to 10 after our one quarter, so uh, what were you guys thinking uh, there when you were uh, losing by 12 in the first quarter? We said at the beginning, we said at that quarter that, hey, they're, you know, they,
13: they, they got some the biggest shots, um, you know, they were knocking some shots down, and we we weren't necessarily being uncontested, but they weren't contested either, so... We, you know, in the Comas game, we were contesting shots and making every hard basket. We were losing track of our guys, not seeing the basketball, not doing, you know, our defense not necessarily, uh, and, and letting them letting them be easy, letting them be comfortable. Um, so we just said, play hard, see what happens. I know we've been down. We, I, I, I thought we could win this game by 15, especially at halftime. And I said, okay, we'll see what happens.
1: And then, uh, you know, you're down by uh, 20 there, and you can't get it all back in one shot. So, uh, you just uh, slowly uh, chipped away. Is that kind of what you were talking about? Uh, you can't get it all back at once. You just got to take it one possession at a time. And then it slowly started to gain momentum. The crowd started getting back in it when you're down by 10. And uh, then you just kind of slowly on the comeback trail. The,
13: the crowd was the crowd was an important part tonight, obviously, on your home court. You yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they was, it was loud. I, they couldn't hear me at all. Like, uh, I didn't want to call 18 timeouts. They couldn't hear me at all. We made a little adjustment. You know, we wanted layups. We didn't want to – you're not going to hit a 10-point shot, obviously, and hit threes, uh, but we wanted layups. We made an adjustment. Um, you know, we brought a ball screen with uh, Jared and Mason and kind of – we went small in the third quarter. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and we said at the beginning of the year, we said, we don't know – we, we got to be the best teammates. Because each night it might be somebody different. We talk about that every, yeah. you know, in, in the broadcast. And tonight it was Eli Miller who made a little bit of difference. And, uh, you know, we, we just went small and uh, it kind of let us pressure a little bit more.
1: Yeah, and no, oh my goodness. Yeah, you brought Eli Miller in and he just brought the energy. I called him a little spark plug, a little energizer bunny yeah. here as he was all over Hayden Parsons. And then you uh, got uh, Cornette back on the Jackson parcel, like in the first matchup uh, there. And the defense was the one that brought you back, and Eli was a, a huge part of that. And Logan, obviously, but Eli really, I thought, was the, the big spark. And that's when the spark to come back.
13: 100. percent Eli Mellon, I'll give. Uh, I don't give Coach Cool enough credit, and Coach Hill. Coach Cool does my rotations. You know, nine times out of ten, and he went small. And and you know, I didn't even notice Eli was out there until he until he was out there, and, uh, and it changed the game. It changed the complexion. It allowed allowed us to get after their ball hand a little bit, kind of take them out and get them out of comfortable. And, uh, man, uh, like, it's, it's somebody different every night. He got the chain because, you know, it's not always who scores the most point. Obviously, Mason had not the most points, and he did a good job of getting, getting to the basket late there, yeah. um, you know, in the second half. But it, was, it wasn't it was about – it was Eli Miller changing the complexion of the game.
1: For sure. And uh, then uh, uh, there at the very end, uh, Jackson Parkville is at the line. And, uh, you know, that uh, foul there, you out yeah. some fouls they give. I know, yeah. And, they, and then uh, they called the three-point.
13: That's, think, a, that's, so a, a, that's where you don't, you know, you, you can't you can't put that sometimes on a high school kid. I don't think he shot it. But I think he just throwing it up there kind of, you know, he wasn't going to shoot the basketball. Yeah. He was just acting like he was. I, think, I To me, that's not a call that you can make. But he made it. Our uh, crowd got after it, and he missed a couple shots. Uh, you know, you want to say "ball don't lie" sometimes, but um, it, it's uh, you know we've had that game strategy with Casey last year, I think, and they hit a three here yeah. to win it. So uh, you know, you just you just you got to trust the boys. And, and they, they weren't they weren't ready to give up.
1: And it was one of those guys where you couldn't have picked anyone better for Casey to on oh, no. the yeah. line of uh, parcel and he had the opportunity there. But uh, what were you thinking there with uh, him at the line for three shots? Potentially, could get the the, the lead there, and he misses two of the three. Yeah,
13: he well, if he was going to make the first, if he was going to make, if it was going to be tied, I was going to call a timeout. You know, sure. I mean, he, you know, I, I, he's their best player. He's the kid that we couldn't let get off, and he, he had a career night. But uh, when good players step up in games like that, he's a good ball player. But uh, that three, you know, if he was going to make both, we were going to call timeout and, and see if we could get something happening along full whole court. Uh, but luckily, you know, we grabbed a rebound. And I'll tell you, that, that, that play at the end of the game with Avery Yarhouse yeah. helped we, we call it help the helper defensive drill. Uh, we got a drive penetration. Avery dropped down to help the helper and got a steal. And we worked on that last night at 445 in the practice and said, I'm doing this just so it's engraved in their head a little bit, and I'll be darned, it, it came out to fruition, man. So, uh, it, it, you know, that's, that's kind of a staple of our defense. And, and,
3: and lo and behold, uh, you
13: know, our leading scorer, who I didn't know could be a defensive player by the time he was a senior, stepped up and made a good, bas- good basketball defensive play.
1: I talked about just uh, the atmosphere and the crowd tonight, and this is only a semifinal. Yeah, yeah. No, so
3: yeah, yeah got-
13: they got off to a hot start, and, you know, maybe that's what our crowd needs. Our crowd's going to bring it on Friday. Whoever we play, uh, two good ball teams. We've seen both. I just uh, – I'd, I'd rather not get down 20 again.
1: Sure, definitely. And how big is it that it's going to be uh, another rematch? And it's been rematches along the whole way
13: with the really Gomez
1: and the Casey. And now, no matter what, who you face on Friday, Tuscola, and obviously St. Anthony you face faced twice. But you face faced even Tuscola even, so – how, how big is that? They they've been rematches uh, along the way. I've
13: always said I don't like the rematch because sure. our pressure sometimes can get after you, and then you get used to it a little bit. Um, but you know, it, it also helps to know some of what their plays do against our defense. So when you watch somebody else's scout, you don't know how it's going to do with us. But uh, you know, I know Coach Rinker and Coach Borders are going to have have them ready to go. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good battle tomorrow night. So whoever plays Friday, it's going to be a, you get out of this section or you have earned it.
1: Sure, yeah, and that's what a lot of people were talking about before this one. And Well, it's not how we thought it was going to go in the first quarter when they're when you were down by 20, but, uh, hey, you pulled it out and you're in the championship, and that's something that's uh, pretty cool here at Altamont. First time in school history we're yeah. playing for a
13: championship. These boys are going down history.
1: They're not done. They're not done. Sure, yeah. So, Coach, we'll talk to you good again done. on Friday. Great I've never been good. more happy to yeah. tell you that. Right. But we'll I'm see great. you on Friday. So, uh, Altamont, with the uh, huge comeback there, and uh, down by uh, 20, and they come back to win. Uh, they're in uh, the uh, second half. And uh, so I uh, appreciate Coach for uh, coming up here and uh, joining us here uh, for the uh, post game. And uh, we'll get Saddle uh, saddled back up here and uh, get back in here with the uh, stats. And then uh, we we're going to close it out, and we don't have to close out the season. we got another game on Friday. And uh, so uh, take it away, Dom.
2: Yes, we do. I and can I'll imagine. turn you back
1: up here. All right, you're good.
2: I can't imagine Friday night's game being, being can. more exciting than this, but you never know with sectional basketball in Illinois. Uh, anyway, let's look at some stats here. First of all, for Casey Westfield, Jackson Parcel, I got them down for 30 points, 6 for 9 from the field, 4 for 10 from the point range, and 4 for 6 from the free-throw line. 30 points, Connor Sullivan, 2 for 5 from the field, 1 for 4 from the three point range, and 2 for 3 from the free-throw line nine points. Greg Dokenar one for one from three-point range with three points. Hayden Parcel three for six from the field, over for one from three point three point range, and one for two from the free-throw line seven points. Ryan Richards, one for three from the field, two for seven from three-point range, and 0 for one 0 for one from the uh, free-throw line with uh, eight points, and Nolan Clement, one for two from the field with two points. Scored a total of 59 as uh, they fall here tonight, uh, 61 to 59. To Almont, out outscored Casey Westfield in the second half, 40 to 26. Uh, to pull out, pull out the victory. in Jackson Parcel, he was there. You know, at the end, he had a chance to uh, put him, put him back up by one, or you know, at least tie the game. Try to send it to overtime, missed uh, missed two out of three free throws, and. Uh, but that was it, anyway. For chair to hammer was two for two from the field with four points. Eli Miller, the you know energizer bunny, little engine of could. he come in and just part the team with his defensive effort and uh, one for one from the field, oh for one from three point range. Only had two points, but he he played stellar defensively, and uh, I think that's where the game turned around, in my opinion. Travis, is the defense he played, anyway. Mm-hmm. Dylan Dylan Eland, three for seven from the field, one for three. From three-point range, four for eight from free throw line for 13 points. Avery Yarhouse, one for two from the field, three for seven from three-point range, one for two from the free throw line for 12 points. Mason Robinson, eight to 15 from the field, two for three from the three-point range, five for seven from the free throw line, 27 points. Logan Cornett, 0 oh for one from the field, one for one from three-point range with three points. kind of 0 for one from the field. Eric Coleman was 0-for-1 from the field, and Caden Miller was 0-for-2 from the field. Uh, Mason Robinson also had a double-double as he had 27 points, along with uh, 13 rebounds, and uh, that definitely helped. Alamont uh, won the night 61-59. Alamont was 16-32 from the field for 50%, 8-14 from three-point range, 57%, 10-19 from the free-throw line for 53%. KZ team numbers thirteen to twenty five from the field for fifty two percent. Eight to twenty three from three point range thirty four point seven percent, seven to twelve from the free throw line for fifty eight percent. So uh, pretty it's pretty close except for the three three point range attempts, uh as far as shooting goes, but a heck of a game. Uh, wow, you know, just Alabama being down by twenty there at one point and coming coming all the way back in Pulling, pulling out the victory and advancing to the Friday night championship game versus of Tomorrow's game between Tuscola and Effingham St. Anthony. So it doesn't get much better than this, Travis. I don't. I, man, I, I don't know if there's a better game tonight instead of Illinois. I don't. I, I, I don't think so. I'd be hard pressed. Hard pressed to find one. I like was right here, in small little Altamont, Illinois.
1: Hard to replicate of that, but. This is, again, uh, this is only the semifinals. We got one more game here in Altamont, so we're guaranteed to end the season in Altamont, no matter what, on a Friday night in the championship. And obviously, they're going for the uh, plaque and uh, going for the trip to Carbondale. And again, it'll be either be a Tuscola or a St. Anthony tomorrow night is what that will be decided. And that should be a heck of a game as well uh, between those two schools. They haven't faced off yet this year. And if you remember, uh, Tuscola uh, beat St. Anthony into the championship game uh, last year in the St. Anthony sectional uh, there. I think Jalen Quinn hit some uh, clutch shots and some clutch free throws uh, last year. So uh, Tuscola will try to repeat that performance tomorrow night in St. Anthony, and we'll try to make it an all-NTC championship on a Friday. But no matter what, we'll have the game for you. 7 o'clock will be be the game time. And again, I wanted to mention for fans, if you're coming to the game on a Friday, just like tonight, you can pay on the GoFan app or you can bring cash at the door. It's a dollar more than on the app. But you can go ahead and pay that a couple of different ways if you're going to come out. But if you don't come out, we'll have the coverage for you right here on Jack FM at 7 o'clock. So Altamont comes back from down 20 points at one point, and they win 61 to 59 was the final tour there. So Altamont, 29-04 on the season, and uh, Casey ends the season 19-11 and on the year in heartbreaking fashion for them. And so thanks to Sam back at the studio for helping us getting on and off the air tonight, and thanks to Dom for coming along uh, for the ride, and thanks to all of you as well out there listening as well. And if you want to live this instant classic, you can go on the website and download the podcast and uh, we'll have available for you there on FMradio.com and up there on our podcast feed. So make sure you check it out. And we appreciate all, all of you for listening to those as well. So uh, that'll wrap it up here for tonight. And we're back to play on a Friday for the sectional championship here in Altamont between Tuscaloosa and St. Anthony. Again, thanks to Dom for coming along for the ride. And this is Travis Sparks so telling you to have a great rest of your night. And we're back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. And we'll talk to you again on a Friday night. Have a great rest of your evening.
7: It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. George!
10: George! George! What's wrong, George? Uh, The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait. Marjorie. What's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Mm. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George.
11: This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero.
0: This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.